0: You are listening to episode number 317 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
2: Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule.
0: The casino. Big volcano. Out in front. That's the Eiffel
2: Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage, Flamingo. Sahara. the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
1: Good luck.
0: The strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kicking ass in
1: Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
2: Well, we did it. We have we have officially accomplished our goal to move to Las Vegas and live here for the rest of our lives. Because we didn't consider that we were here. Well, I, well to you be You didn't consider. Yeah, I, 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 I knew we were because, here. <laughs> well, ultimately, like, we had a conversation when we came to Vegas. We're like, let's be honest. Worst case scenario, what are we doing? Like, going, well, we'll live in Vegas in a fucking shitty house or whatever. Like, we're not moving to someplace else because it didn't work out. We're like, ah, fuck it. So I guess I don't get to get, live in a big house in the city that I love. I have to live in a small house or whatever. You know, like, you get my point. <laughs> Karen's got a job. Yeah, she does.
1: <laughs> well, and it's funny because I was thinking about it the other day, and I, I hate actually calling it a job because it, it's not going to be that. So oh, She's going to so, fucking
2: kill this thing. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, the second she was like, hey, I got this idea, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, <laughs> you're going to kill this.
1: <laughs> so, I, I first off, I have to thank Mark for being so ungodly patient because it's been more than a year since I have been gainfully employed. And, you know, to be honest, nothing's really jumped. There's been maybe one or two things that I thought were interesting, Mm -hmm. but nothing that I've been like, oh my God, I really wanna do that. And then out of the blue, uh, a little more than a month ago, I get a call from a recruiter who, uh, with a very reputable um, company, which I think Mark and I are gonna do, what we always do and not say, who we work for because, you know, <laughs> it's, best. There's, there's, it's, it's best. It's probably the best. Um, but a, a firm that's been around for a long time and they, he asked me, he's like, look, you've got a lot of great experience. Have you ever considered being a, a personal financial advisor? And I thought, um, no, has <laughs> never even crossed my mind. Let's talk about it. And just in talking with him, basically, it's so a long story short, I went through their hiring process, which was ridiculously extensive. Um, they offered me you know, offered to bring me in as a financial advisor. I accepted. I've gone through the uh, legal disclosures that you know, an eight-page questionnaire on right. whether or not I've been convicted of a felony or ever committed securities fraud or anything like that. Uh, drug test, fingerprinted, which I guess they're still waiting and getting those back from the FBI, um, and something else that I had to do. I forget, but Ooh, I. fuck!
2: Side story. Um, when we found out. I I'm just digging around, like I always do, that. Because I am on, I have a medical marijuana license, I cannot be, like, I am not subject to a guy who fails a drug test. I'm on medication, so I cannot be (laughs) held responsible for, or I cannot, not held, it's not like I can get fucking stoned or something and drive around like, I'm fucking sick, man. (laughs) But but like like my employer couldn't fire me even if they could for that reason because I'm on medication. You can't fire somebody for being on medication.
1: I was a little worried that I might get, you know, a contact buzz might show up a contact in, the, buzz uh, will fail. in the drug test. But um, no, it came back clean. So um, long story short, I start with them November 4th. It's going to be about four months of, you know, getting the necessary certifications that I need and then training. Um, but then, yeah, in March of next year, I will be a personal financial advisor and be setting up my own practice. and.
2: 360 helping. Vegas life, it's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together.
1: Well, what I, I'm so super excited about is, you know, I've spent more than 20 years chasing corporate targets yeah. and doing things to, you know, achieve the, the company's goals and, you know, pleasing the shareholders and all that crap, which I'm not going to lie was offered us some tremendous opportunities and very grateful for the experience and everything I have. But why I don't want to call this a job because what I'm going to be doing is helping other people reach their goals, whether it's for, you know, retirement, saving for their kids' education, you know, saving enough to buy a retirement home to open their own business, whatever it is. That's my job is to help other people, which... I'm just so excited about
2: Yeah. It had to be rephrased to you. You were not psyched when they brought up the idea of like, I, I don't sell myself to people. I don't, I don't, I oh, can't I'm I not do a
1: salesperson that. and I won't be. I and mean, they're like,
2: no, it's not. It's it's selling you. you well, know? it comes
1: down to the fact that people have to trust me. Exactly. Yes. You know, and, and I, I uh, Tony, I had somebody the other day with a friend of mine, I was telling her about this and she's like, I'm going to be your first client. And I had to say, no, the first client's actually going to be me. Because I can't ask anybody else to trust me with their money if I don't put my own money where my mouth is. So sure, yeah. So I'm just I'm super excited. Like this is gonna be it's gonna be a shitload of work, especially in the beginning, Um, because I do have to you know build up my business, but that's fine. And uh, but eventually, I just think long term I'm gonna be so much happier than I could be doing anything else. So I'm super excited.
2: I mean, I think we we actually. Got what we were looking for, which was the dream job. The problem is, it just, it, 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 like dream, like things, it appeared and you're like, what is that? Oh,
1: I had no idea. Fuck.
2: You know, like you didn't realize, like, holy shit, this is it. We did, this is what we were waiting for.
1: Right. Which again, thank you for being patient because I could have probably, you know, jumped and forced myself into something else, but. I'm just—I'm so glad we were able to wait because yeah,
2: it's—it was an incredibly unique opportunity. It was well thought out, planned. We had—I mean, to be fair, we had planned a worst-case scenario—you to be out of work for two or three years. I mean, that's just how we plan. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, so the odds of this happening are here, but still, (laughs) (laughs) gotta be ready. (laughs) Um, It's just listen—I got lucky that I found the right people who saw the right whatever in me to get me to where i'm at where i'm so fucking thrilled with what i'm doing it's just fun and this is it's the same it's the equivalent but the way that you had to get to what you wanted like this oh my god that's what i want to do for the rest of my life
1: well yeah like i said i never If you would have asked me five years ago, I wouldn't have expected to leave the company that I was working for. Well, yeah. So, you know, I kind of had a, I don't want to call it a midlife crisis. It was midlife shakeup, I guess. (laughs) Um, And it it took a lot. I mean, do you think about it? We, I quit my job. We moved across the country, bought a house. With only one of us working, which is, you know, takes some balls to do that. I think. Yeah, sure does. So yeah. So now. And
2: strategic timing.
1: Well, yeah, there's that too.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. We both have jobs. Look, 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 look.
1: Well, right for buying the house. Exactly. That's why it happens. Give me a mortgage. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. No, no, no. I'm still gainfully employed, and yes, they will confirm that I still am through this date. So get all the paperwork done before that date. I love
0: it. Well, congratulations! That is that is very exciting for you. I, I agree with Mark. You are absolutely going to crush it oh, uh, in the new world, that, <laughs> new world. In new world. In this <laughs> world that you're going into, and, and it's um you've got a great base of uh, networking folks that are that are watching out for you, both professionally through your business, but then personally through the contacts that you've made. In Las Vegas in your year of being there, so yeah. I agree with you. You're you're no doubt going to hit the ground running, and that's very very exciting.
1: I know I'm so excited. <laughs> I can contribute again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can contribute. That's awesome. I don't have to feel guilty if I go to the store and buy something that's not on the the yeah. prescribed grocery list. Don't
2: don't let her fool you. <laughs> don't let her fool you. She's back to dominating. <laughs>
1: A lot of, no, a lot uh, of the big purchases have been at your suggestion, so I don't want to hear that, it. No,
2: that's, that's not what I mean. No. As far as you contributing, like, she's not contributing. She's dominating again, all right? <laughs> let's, not, let's call it what it is. Awesome. I will be.
1: I will be.
0: Well, listen, I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
2: The signs you see in the center of Fremont East... The martini glass, the Las Vegas Oldsmobile logo, I don't know what you call that thing, and the silver slipper are not restored signs. They're all inspired by Vegas signs of yesteryear. And the silver slipper is just a ripoff of the restored sign, the real one, which is out front of the Neon Museum. They are originals created for Fremont East and they were installed in 2007. We got that from Vital Vegas. That is something I didn't know. I didn't either. I always thought I knew it wasn't the silver slipper, yeah. but I thought the way you've got a lot of properties that have signs all over the place. I'm like, oh, that must have just been a smaller slipper that they had somewhere else in the property. I right. just I always thought the other two, I, I didn't I, I didn't know. I, I always kind of thought the Vegas one they just made up, but like the martini glass, I'm like, yeah, I could see that at a bar or something. Right. Whatever. But um, yeah, more to come neat. Tease. Teaser.
0: Oh, I know it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> also super cool and, and well deserving of this win uh, is the twit pick of the week.
2: There's something to be said about signage so large, like the 65 Thunderbird frontage shared by at underscore grandpa D. It reminds one just how small we all are in the grand scheme of things. Typically massive signage is displayed at elevated heights. But when hotel casinos were really motel casinos, resorts simply weren't as tall as they are today. Taking inspiration from its neighbor across the street, the Stardust, in May of 1965, the Thunderbird began renovating its exterior frontage into a 700-foot-long sign, the biggest sign in Vegas history at the time, and featuring 12-foot-high letters. However, the new signage came at the expense of the room views in the south wing, because the sign was placed directly in front of the guest windows, replacing a view of the strip with one of circuit boards, <laughs> 20 miles of electric wire, <laughs> and the buzz of 15,000 volts oh, per geez. tube. To address complaints, management installed blackout curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to imagine, like, noise makers, or something like that. that oh, my God. Fucking, like, we have a, 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 a white space filter. noise. Yeah, we've got
1: a, Oh, my God. Although you could say that the buzz of the, the electricity would be a, a noise maker, right? Would that be a, a white noise kind of thing?
2: Uh, I just imagine that as every seedy motel you've ever seen where a guy's trying to fall asleep and there's a neon sign outside that's flickering.
1: I, I, visit, yeah. I imagine it's like the um, uh, the Kenny Rogers chicken sign that was driving Kramer <laughs> crazy yes. on Seinfeld. That's good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's how they keep you in the casino because you're going fucking insane yeah. in that I room.
1: don't want to go to my room. <laughs> they
2: put all the high rollers in that south wing. <laughs>
1: Hilarious.
0: Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oops.
2: I'm still updating, buddy. We, have to, we all have to get used to this, so we all have to.
0: I had nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs> Ignoring of course the giant inhale of breath I took to get the rest of the sentence to be like, wait a minute.
2: You were prepared just in case. <laughs> <laughs> this we could break out into a conversation at any second. <laughs> Let's move into the news.
0: All right, so something that's news but I don't know if it's really news is MGM
2: selling Bellagio Manzing themselves after confirming they were selling Circus Circus to Phil Ruffin it was announced that MGM sold the Bellagio to Blackstone the people who own Cosmopolitan and the Hilton for 4.25 billion making the first news far less interesting. <laughs> Part of the deal is signing MGM to a long-term lease to continue running arguably the most well-known landmark in Las Vegas today. The deal includes MGM paying 245 million a year in rent and retaining 5% ownership of the property. Blagio sale was announced on the property's 21st birthday, October 15th, 1998. It's like
1: messing with your daughter, saying yeah, "Happy birthday, get the fuck out."
2: Right? Yeah, I think you've been here long <laughs> exactly. enough. I'll be honest, as the foremost historian of the Las Vegas tourist corridor, this shit happens all the time in Vegas history. One company sells another company, a property only to have it leased back to them, to a former owner, giving new ownership a chance to learn, or it's... I typically, when I'm giving you the stories that we do with vintage, filter all that fucking noise out because it's really... Who really had this? Like, all right, well, it changed hands, and then it went to the next person who had it and dealt something with. So I thought we were we might have been done with this phase of evolution, but now apparently when you overextend yourself, you, you have to lease back.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it, it is. Like we talked about before. It's two different buckets of money because now they don't have the assets, but they have a boatload of cash. And then the lease back payment goes to their operating expenses. So it's a different kind of thing. Um, This, I don't know why this sits so wrongly with me. Like I knew it was, so the news has been, you know, they were shopping Bellagio and MGM.
2: Which, they tried to do MGM. They didn't which, get it to work.
1: Why would you sell the property that your company's named after? Yeah, that
2: that's actually the one that I really thought was. And and I would hope regulators were like, you're not selling your fucking namesake.
1: That's that. So that one made no sense to me. Yeah. Bellagio. What just feels wrong to me about it is Bellagio. Like the fountains. Like they're one of the most iconic things in Vegas. It's. I just, to sell that and get that out of your portfolio, even though it isn't because you're leasing it back and you're still running it, you still own part of it and they'll probably buy it back at some point anyway. But it just seems wrong.
2: I gotta imagine it's like the equivalent in sports when a team gets rid of like the best, like holy fucking shit, they just traded the best player in the whole fucking league. Like it's gotta be something like that. Cause it, it's, I don't know, I... I to me, I look at the situation and I go, that's it? You only got four point two billion dollars for that? And that's where because if they were like, they came out and gave him ten billion for Blas, you'd be like, good for you. <laughs> well
1: no, I think that's stupid money, but I
2: agree, but yeah, that's what I look at four point two billion and for the first time in my entire life I look at it and I think, well that's not enough.
1: Well,
0: I guess part of the reason why it just seems like it's non-news to me is because we're seeing so much of this these days where they're selling off and yet they're still maintaining operation. I mean, I don't know that any of us on the players side of it are even going to notice any difference because my understanding is it's still going to be part of M Life. So oh, yeah. everything that you're doing now with Bellagio is still going to remain that
1: way. <laughs> well, and, right. And I never gambled there. I would only go there to eat on occasion right. and watch the home <laughs> oh, show.
2: Sure. Right, so. right. Well, and Blackstone is—they've always played the long game, so this makes sense. Well, yeah, to them. and
1: that's the funny thing, because Blackstone has been tr- still trying to shop Cosmo, but uh, they're buying this. It's just like okay. But that's yeah, that's
2: what I love about Blackstone—is Blackstone is like they're they're in it for the long haul with a lot of their assets until they're like, oh, you want it? You you want it like that? Of course, here. I like Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest—we've got to give both MGM and Caesars props for being responsible enough. To understand that they just expanded too big, too fast. I mean, they they both thought they could successfully play the long game with this huge debt load hanging over them, only to find out it was really just too heavy. So uh, you gotta adapt. And it, you know what? It's better to run seven casinos than go bankrupt with nine. Yeah. No. Good point. No. Moonshot.com is the place where you can find your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the landmark. Despite being a financial failure, it's an iconic structure in the city's history and an almost unescapable landmark, no pun intended, in many scenes filmed in Vegas during the 1960s to the early 1990s. While not featured in the film Viva Las Vegas, it is prominently on display in multiple sequences. It was repurposed to stand in for the pork ashore of the fictional casino, The Tangiers, and Martin Scorsese's film, Casino, and James Bond rode on top of the freaking exterior tower elevator. Offering one shirt wouldn't do this property justice, though there are two. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com, starting at $27. Use the promo code 360VEGAS no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M00NSHOT.com, or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com.
0: Next up, the Nevada Gaming Control hmm, Commission, the Nevada Gaming Commission seeks a
2: Steve Wynn ban. The King's Fall from Grace comes to a close as the man who came to Las Vegas 50 plus years ago, reinvented the city, turning it into the number one tourist destination in the United States, is about to be banned from ever holding a gaming license in the state of Nevada. Basically, just short of the blacklist. I, I want the weight of this to kind of sink in on people this is essentially the nba banning michael jordan or or any icon of any industry i mean how many people can you say reinvented fucking shit and then you see stories like that all the time like that that polish uh sculptor right that they're like oh my god this guy was fucking amazing You're like oh no by the way he kind of was like with he was hit with hitler for a little bit and like Oh, um, but then he was like, That was a bad idea. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you did that, but that's still weird. (laughs) I feel like I should forgive you, but the the difference
1: with that is where you know the the artist kind of walked away from Hitler, whereas Steve Wynn didn't walk away until he got caught. It wasn't like somebody, you know,
2: (laughs) I know Steve Wynn was rapidly walking out the door while people were walking behind him. (laughs) <laughs> but um, so the Nevada Gaming Control Board filed a five-count complaint against Steve Wynn alleging sexual harassment of several female employees and violating state licensing suitability regulations. In addition to finding Wynn unsuitable to hold a gaming license in the state of Nevada, they want to fine him as well. The Gaming Board's investigation identified five specific instances where Wynn violated the company's policy regarding sexual harassment. The link that we'll have on the blog will take you to that. I would encourage it. It is... I, I will give the gaming control board. They didn't fuck around on this. Yeah. Uh, they were like, yeah, we're not. We're. They did their homework. Yeah. They fucking rock solid cases that I'm like, I'd love to see this litigated because <laughs> this, uh, this seems pretty ironclad. I don't know. It, it,
1: it's... So is it weird if I Okay, this would be a weird comparison. Is it weird if I compare like this happening to Steve Wynn to what happened to Bill Cosby?
2: No, I was actually gonna say something similar. Yeah. I mean is it's just, they're 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 so very far apart. Yeah. But they are parallels to one another.
1: It's like you you know, you you have this incredible reputation and history of what you've done in the city and what And you've you built. still will, yes. Yeah, but you lost it all. Right. Because of your behavior and
2: that's what i mean in in a hundred years will bill cosby will michael jackson will any of these people be known for the thing that they did that was really fucked up that fucked up their whole career well, while they were there so
1: so michael jackson was never convicted yeah true except in, that's in, fair. in the court of public opinion yeah
2: public opinion. bill
1: cosby was steve wynn but, has not been. okay but still
2: what i'm saying 50 years from now when you're talking about Steve Wynn fucking reinvented Las Vegas and then he, you know, fucking sexually... Assaulted well, I think like that'll depend
1: on whether or not they keep his his name on the uh, outside of the building. But it's, You
2: it. can't erase it from history.
1: No, but uh, but not everybody's going to know the history. I mean, the folks like you that are a history buff, yes, but What will I'm know. saying
2: is it's not going... Like, when we look over the history books, it will still always say Steve Wynn did this. Right. That will be a sentence or two explaining it you know that that this also happened, but he did, and that's what I mean is is it ultimately you're only punished while you're still here, and then you're, whatever you did is actually honored the way that you wanted it to after a period of time. I mean, I, I know it's shitty to say, but I'm just throwing it out there. Is that what happens?
1: I don't. I think time will tell. I don't know. No. And um,
2: my only contribution
0: to this conversation is simply to say. I think most people have forgotten that Mike Tyson spent time in prison for rape. Yep. And post his conviction, you know, I think, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm perhaps I'm reinventing history a little bit, but I, I vaguely remember him not really having much of a presence until the Hangover movie.
1: Right. And yeah. Um, yeah.
2: He did a couple of things. Well, he was he movie, was having then, problems with drugs for a while but
1: didn't he do his one-man show before the hangover movie
2: No, it was after Uh -uh. okay
0: yeah he's subsequently done the one-man shows he has a or had a
2: a cartoon a a comedy cartoon I mean he's, he's the ultimate redemption well maybe not ultimate he's a redemption story which is what you like to see like people like to watch people on top get knocked down but even more than getting knocked down is watching you get back up. That's the really cool thing.
1: Well, he's been knocked down a couple times. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I
2: I, I, I will well, be good... honest with you. I don't know the guy. It, you know what? It's very similar to Head of Corn. I didn't know the guy, but I'm really proud that that he overcame something that kills people fucking all the time, <laughs> and you were able to do it. So you're just kind of like, man. I'm I'm just I'm happy for you. I'm I'm happy that it that you but I, you got. I there, think
1: there. that's a great. Comparison, Tony, and I think maybe you know to Mike Tyson because he did do time in prison for rape, but I think he had time to pay his debt, wait a while, and then change the scenario or change the story. Yes. Um, yes. Steve Wynn's not going to have time to do that, Bill Cosby oh, yeah. doesn't have time to do that, yeah. You're right. So that's where I think the difference is going to come into play. I don't think there will ever be a redemption moment for Steve Wynn because number one, I don't think he's going to ask for it.
2: Oh, no. Huh.
1: And so I think that that, yeah, that stigma is going to be there until he passes, which means I don't think he's going to have a chance to undo it.
2: Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, I didn't mean to infer that. No. Oh, no. I don't think he's ever doing anything ever again while he's alive. No. Huh. Right. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> done.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up, and this is pretty cool. Tell me about Friends Vegas.
2: The Fountains of Bellagio? Brooklyn Bridge at New York, New York, and Blue Man Group at Luxor are all participating in celebrating the 25th anniversary of the show Friends. Bellagio will, of course, have a song choreographed to the show's theme song. All Day Saturday, multiple experiences will be available, including Phoebe's Yellow Cab Escape, Friends Karaoke, a go replica of the show's set, and a performance of I'll Be There For You, the show's theme song by the Rembrandts. Lastly, Blue Man Group will display the orange central perk sofa in blue, which seems to kind of, didn't I, I don't understand why, (laughs) (laughs) like, hey, this is the show from friends, like, no, it's not, that one was orange, no, but I mean, (laughs) we're the Blue Man Group, like, okay, but theirs was orange, no, but it's the same one, but it's, no, it's not, (laughs) you've changed it.
1: So the one thing that's that's funny about this, and I feel kind of bad, is so when you're saying it was a, a performance of I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts? No, it's like every hour they're going to come out and sing the song once. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, guys, guys. No, they were talking about it on the morning news show this morning, and they're like, oh, yeah, so it'll be like, you know, every hour they'll, they'll perform the song. I'm like. Okay, so not a concert, they just come out and sing the song and, all right, we'll be back in an hour right. for our encore. <laughs> <laughs> We're
2: going to go back to Blackjack Tables. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh,
1: <laughs> and the fact that they turned Phoebe's yellow cab into a, an escape room. Yeah. Is, no, 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 is, that's,
2: that's her show. That She had a, there's an episode, at least one episode of a Phoebe invented a game show in a, a, a cab and it was, or a I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but, it was it was Phoebe's escape. Yeah, You had, you had okay. to try and escape from Phoebe's well, cat. So
1: supposedly they have turned it into an escape room kind of thing, so maybe that's what, maybe I missed that episode, I don't remember that one. That it makes I'm a little bit more sense. Maybe I'm
2: misremembering it then. I, mm. I, I, I don't know.
0: Anyway. That's a million dollar idea though, to create a replica of say the Monica's apartment or the coffee shop and it's an escape room. So you're, you feel like you're in the set Right. Your, your, that would be that would be pretty clever.
2: Next up, Battleborn Samstown. Town. Battleborn's newest pin is an ode to what many consider the invention of the locals' casino. Sam's Town, named after Boyd founder Sam Boyd. I don't know if I need to say Boyd founder Sam Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. How often <laughs> is it their last name? In the mid-70s, as Boyd began to turn the corner with California, Bill Boyd... Bill Boyd. Bill Boyd. Bill Boyd. (laughs) Sam Boyd's son (laughs) got got into the habit of checking on their other casino, Henderson-based El Dorado, every day as it was a leisurely drive down Boulder Highway. The family already owned some land on Boulder Highway planned for future development. However, Bill began to notice that traffic was really increasing on Boulder Highway. Long story short, and the long story is coming in a future Boyd Vintage Vegas. Boyd was the first to open a strip downtown quality resort on Boulder Highway. At the time when they did it, people thought they were crazy, but Sam's Town was so successful that for a time, people thought Boulder Highway was going to become the new strip. <laughs> yeah. Sam's Town is available available what is wrong with me right now sam's sam's town is available at battleborn.shop for ten dollars oh that's much better right there we go. however you can save 20 percent off your purchase if you use the promo code 360 because we know people
1: that's Right. <laughs> Don't know that I have much to add to it. I mean, it's cool they got yeah, a I don't new pin like, coming out.
2: Well, yeah, I'm. What can you I do it? Yeah. I'm. I'm a wordsmith. She's an artist word. with her. Uh, with her pins.
1: One of those said. two statements is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First off, Tim Burton's weirdness was finally unveiled this week in the neon boneyard and features a collection of statues and signage formerly seen in his films. The Lost Vegas exhibit is planned to be on display until early 2020.
1: (laughs) What? I was getting ready to talk and Mark did a big inhale, so I'm not, did you have something to say?
2: It was just gonna be not much more than a sigh, so.
1: Okay. (laughs) We'll continue on then. It's being reported that the DIY project at Ellis Island will finally open December 6th. The Front Yard, as it's called, is a two-story beer garden originally reported to be opening eh, about two years ago.
0: That's hilarious. (laughs) The do-it-yourself project at Ellis Island.
1: Dude, it does, It, it looks more
2: like a cluttered version of the beer garden that they had at Plaza is what it looks like.
1: It's like they have too much lawn furniture. Well, that's oh. just that's based on it's the, the pictures yeah, that, that we've seen. We it's haven't seen rendering. it, obviously. Um, but Mark is unoppressed, apparently. Well, it's not
2: that I'm unoppressed. I'm I'm annoyed that it took this long and they didn't address it or other. Well, that's not fair to say she did address. Like, yeah, it was taking longer than we wanted, but yeah. I, I don't know.
1: I I'm. It's al- finally opening. I'm almost
2: to the point where I'm like. I don't believe it. Like, I'm gonna have to be yeah. there before I actually
1: believe it. December 6th, he's gonna be down there right. at like 2 a.m. With my, Not with open my, yet. my
2: hands crossed, I'm like, so where's the fucking front yard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't look like my front yard. I know, right? It doesn't look
2: anything <laughs> like a front yard. Sahara has started installing their new outdoor signage, including the northernmost wall along Sahara, east of Las Vegas Boulevard where the iconic Sahara lettering sign sign it a bit when the iconic Sahara lettering used to exist I don't I'm not doing it again the same signage you see for a moment in the background of the driving sequence in the Martin Scorsese film casino
1: oh I had to do a tie back on that one didn't you yeah, just, that is good that is, is good that's right
2: vital Vegas is reporting
0: that the harris link monorail station has closed due to caesar's new forum building construction that project is expected to be completed
1: november 1st wait just just for clarification the shed the forum is not going to be completed or is it no
2: they're calling it the forum
1: oh jesus
2: right it's so fucking dumb or like the forum it's not forum shops but it's like the
1: forum it's oh not this hour. is their convention space yeah oh good lord. They,
2: they built a shed they built a shed <laughs> decorate it however you want you built a shed <laughs> and it's a giant shed so you can put giant conventions that you couldn't fit in other. actually from my understanding that isn't what it is it's so they can segment out a lot of people so you can have just the expensive ones over there
1: i don't i don't know what it is i don't
2: like the way you're looking at me there for the <laughs>
1: Every Sunday in the month of November, a Vegas Golden Knights version of the Total Rewards Players Club card will be available to Total Rewards members who earn 20-tier credits or more that day. Apparently, they are doing this with the local sports team in all the markets. Ooh, so we could go get that instead of having to get a Caesars Rewards card?
2: Problem is, is you didn't pick up on the fact that I... You called it Total Rewards. Yeah, yeah, because if you get this... It would say Caesar's Rewards on it.
1: But it'll have the knights on it.
2: Yeah, I actually thought the same thing, too. I was like, I might still go.
1: (laughs) I mean, for that, if I can get a knight's card instead of a... Yeah,
2: that's what I'm stuck with. If I have to have your stupid fucking card, just give me the fucking knight's one. But the
1: question is, if you have to go back and get another one, will they give you another knight's card, or will you get stuck with the Caesar's card?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Depends on how uppity I get. Inquiring minds want to know.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sounds like we have a quest.
2: It appears that Chick-fil-A's debut on the Las Vegas Strip has been delayed as signage promoting coming late 2019 has been removed from the construction walls. No word when the new projected opening date will be.
1: But I give them credit for realizing that we're already late 2019 and it's not open, so let's take that down. So do I. Because so many other places will leave it up. That's what I mean. This thing isn't early stopping. 2019. And, and, it and isn't.
2: I completely agree with you. It's like going, just be aware. Wait. Don't don't broadcast that this didn't go according to plan. <laughs>
0: they just flipped the sign around. Coming early 2020. <laughs> we prepared for this. I, <laughs> and we bought into it early. We knew. <laughs> <laughs> the pedestrian bridge between Park MGM and the Showcase Mall, originally expected to open in July, has been delayed another month due to utility conflicts tied to the escalators. The bridge is now expected to open in mid-November.
1: Wait, 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 wait. So you mean the thing's not even built yet and the escalators already don't work?
2: I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <Karen. laughs> It seems like like a core issue that they've never solved for. Like, how many of these have you built, and you still haven't fucking learned how to do this right? Oh, gentlemen.
1: They they don't work. Why should this one? It seems like they built that in. Fremont. That's that's me. Oh. I was excited. Apparently. Although it would make more sense for you to read this one and me for reading the, for me to read the next one.
2: It's too late. You already called it out. So it's awkward. Deal with it.
1: No, but I want to read the next <laughs> nope, one. No, nope, nope, it's too late. Please?
2: No, you can't do it. Marquise. That'll teach you, that'll teach you. That I will teach you. I'm
1: gonna pout while I'm reading it. Good. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> Fremont East is doing some sign relocating, like moving the Neon Martini from the middle of the road to the north side of Fremont and Las Vegas Boulevard. The grand plan seems to de-theme,
2: seems yeah. to. Seems to be to I, de-vegas I, I the area.
1: Oh, did you want to read it now?
2: I got impatient with you. Yeah, they're turning it into the sort of downtown space that you would kind of see in any major metropolitan Vegas. So, I don't I don't get it. Any My,
1: metropolitan Vegas?
2: Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. I I cuz I already got bored with that sentence and I just bailed on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: oh, Listen, I'm not going to knock this simply because I think I just don't get it. I think I've only seen like Two promos and they weren't far off from one another. So my guess is there's a shit ton of context that is going to make this crystal clear. Because I don't know. I don't know. That was my that was my witty witty insight. This is the historian of Vegas. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Read your fucking top show.
1: No, no, I thought you wanted to. Top chef alum Shirley Chong and former employee for China Poblano at Cosmopolitan kicks off Cosmo's newly, quote, paired culinary series Saturday, December 7th at 7 p.m. at Red Plate. Dinner is $125 and features steamed egg custard, Beijing lamb bell, and Australian lobster tail foie gras. Cosmopolitan plans to make the paired culinary series a recurring event with different guest chefs. It was unclear if there was any meaning to the phase paired culinary. Yes. God
2: damn, that should have been up in the news. I didn't realize how long that was.
1: Yes, it's paired because my guess is there's wine pairing that goes with it.
2: Now that would explain why nothing in the menu was pears. <laughs> I just kept going, how the fuck is this pair fucking thing? And there's no pears in any of this. No, it's
1: a pairing. It's when you <laughs> yeah, put I things know. together. I, I'm
2: fully aware that they're even spelled fucking differently. But it just didn't <laughs> click in my head that, that I was like, awesome. some fucking pear. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: I guess I know where I'm going to be Saturday, December 7th. She, she sucks yeah. it. You don't, you don't even know what a pear is. <laughs> Wait, and I have to ask, where did you find this? Because I didn't see this in Eater Vegas.
2: Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content. Exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. Stop with your, like, hey, did you read this story yet? Like, no, Karen, because I fucking told you the order that I'm in. Oh, I just want to talk about Vegas. If you don't (laughs) want to talk about Vegas, that's fine. Like, oh.
1: (laughs) I asked you where you got it because I missed it, and I'm concerned I might be missing other food stuff.
2: I don't know. I don't remember. The way that I uh, I find all the shit for the show.
1: Well, that's no help.
2: I know. (laughs) Ouija That's boy. like the Come fucking on. Total Rewards database. That's
1: my fucking secret. <laughs> like I said, I know where I'm going to be <laughs> December 7th.
0: At Vegas Life Baby is reporting that the Vortex at Link we reported last week was being dismantled at the property is being replaced by the previously reported ESPN studio.
1: I get it. And just, that makes a little more sense.
2: It, it's a bummer, but it's a I waste get of the space. I mean, that's a huge like, I, like the kind of money they could pull for that.
1: Well, but now it's going to be ESPN with strip front windows looking out, and you can look at the crowd. And if you're down on the strip, you can see people up well, there. Well, and think about recording. this. Think about
2: this, Karen. If you're doing NFL game day there, who's uh, where are all the all the fans going to be while they're reporting way up there? You're going to be hanging out all over in Caesars. So you got to get a big wide shot right. of Caesars in the background. They know, know what they're doing. They know. Is this you? Is this, me? Oh, is this me? oh, fucking sake.
1: What is me? Sorry. You screwed me up with the last one. You had, Cause you had, cause I just read the one before.
2: <laughs> I know. He saved another restaurant review
1: for you. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Proof that McDonald's has excellent lawyers. Vital Vegas reports that the McDonald's at the D is closed for renovations. Before you start speculating, you can put that back in your arsenal because the joke that preceded this information is in reference to McDonald's ironclad contract with the property, locking them in the space for 99 years, no matter who owns it.
2: I love lawyers.
1: (laughs) That was a good one that wrote that contract. Right? (laughs) Because if anybody could find a way out of it, it would have been the Stevens Group. (laughs)
2: You're damn right, because they got good lawyers, too. And lastly, Eater Vegas reports that Steaks and Alibis is taking over the space formerly home to Center Cut Steakhouse at Flamingo, with a 5.5 million dollar renovation. The press says the new space will pay homage to the resort's iconic history, but they say that about everything that happens at the Flamingo.
0: Hmm. Now we've talked about this before, and I. Because yeah, really we were rooting for
2: the famous chef.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Bobby Flay going in there.
2: Right is like felt- oh, yeah. fucking going in flamingo
0: <laughs> yeah I know. he exactly but i was like wait wait,
1: wait. where, what? where so going? Got,
0: i've got a restaurant at caesar's and i've got a restaurant at palms okay okay and and i'm sorry tell me again where you want my next restaurant <laughs> <Right>. to <be?" laughs>
2: i told you when uh when we're out and we're drinking tequila don't let me make fuck the deal <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why bring you
0: along all these things? (laughs)
1: All
0: right, well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. All right, Mark, first up, it looks like we got a PayPal donation.
2: We do. We got one from Robert Shane. He wrote... Texas Rob at Texas Rob 3, karma donation for upcoming Vegas trip where I'm running the half marathon as an excuse to go to Vegas. (laughs) That seems like the best excuse I've ever thought. Like, I'm like, oh, that's why people run, because they get to go to Vegas. Now I get it.
1: I mean, Christina said that before, that there's nothing better than running actually up and down the strip because they close it off. Yeah. And the half marathoners get a much better view than the full marathoners. 'Cause the full marathon yeah, was they I wind think... him around other like creepy places.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think um it's, still, it's, the, uh, it's the same it's thing. It's
1: the half
2: marathon and survival trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've also got some listener feedback. The first one is from Mikhail Hargason. And he lives in Sweden, so he a very Swedish uh, name, so I'm sorry, Mikhail, if that's not how you pronounce your name.
1: We're, we did our best. Yeah.
0: Just wanted to say that what you guys do is great. Living in Sweden, I only get to visit once every two to three years. Planning a trip next September for me and seven friends and get so much inspiration for activities from you. Have a great day.
2: That's awesome.
0: If you're looking for maybe that uh, first, second, third, and fourth of uh, September, there right. that might be an opportunity.
1: There right. might be quite a few people running around here. Then
2: I understand you don't get to come frequent. Why not come and have the time of your fucking life? That's all That's I'm right. saying. That checks out. Yeah. we
1: saying right. we could we could help provide some activities. We, we could simplify. <laughs> we could simplify your planning. That's all we're saying.
2: Right. You don't even need to plan this thing. We
1: got three days. all taken care of for you guys. Just you just get to show up. Just fall, Just shut up
2: and follow the itinerary. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Karen, you. why you take the other one?
1: Yep. And so we also got a message from Paul Schreiber. Paul writes, I just joined Patreon as a new subscriber. I've been listening since I got back from Vegas in March and wanted to keep up with what's going on in the city. With two small children and living in South Carolina, I don't get out there as much as I would like, but this podcast has helped me with my Vegas fix. I have always been fascinated with Vegas history, and the preview of the landmark episode that I heard today made me sign up. Looking forward to the exclusive content, Paul.
2: Well, joke's on you, Paul, because you got an early preview by accident. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but if he signed oh, no. up, he already has all the back catalog of all the other um, Yes, right, yes. Stuff. Right,
2: right. So. <laughs> so, and this is for the Patreon folks only. The full episode is actually coming to you this Saturday, ne- next Saturday. Next Saturday, it's coming to
1: you. <laughs> the second? Or.
2: The- I don't know. Whatever okay. next Saturday. It's not coming this Saturday. It's next Saturday. All right. Whatever that's, that is. Um,
0: uh, what's 19 and 7? 26.
2: But yes, you are correct, Karen. You got 13 episodes of Vintage, you got 20 episodes of POV available, and. Uh, that's just the good backlog stuff. We have all the shit that you just listen to regularly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and so, Paul, I'm glad you found the show. I'm glad you, you find it entertaining. I, I will say with two small children, please, 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 please do not listen to the podcast with them disagree. in the car. I disagree.
2: No, do not, do, not, do not make these negatives things. These I'm are not, words.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't know what his comfort level is with his children, oh. and he shouldn't risk it. Well, I understand, but you're he coaching him.
2: Fine. Like, you said well, you he don't know now. his comfort level, hey. but you're coaching him.
1: I'm just saying their young children just just, just it's, it's safer better safe than sorry all true,
2: true. <laughs> well listen i think that's going to
0: do it then for episode number 317 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's podcast you can do so by going to the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on over at Zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like uh, Paul and Kyle did, I really hope that's his name. And Robert. You can do, oh, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you, Robert, for the PayPal donation. Yes. And if you want to make a PayPal donation, we highly encourage that as well. Uh, please send all of your feedback to us, 360 Vegas Podcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page.
2: Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Who have you heard this yet, Tony?
1: Karen, where can folks find you? I am at 360 Vegas Karen.
0: I did hear that. I'll have you know, I listened to last week's podcast, and I'll tell you, the fun part about listening to the podcast versus co-hosting it is when you guys get, get to the sports ball portion, I can just hit the
1: 30-second-forward <laughs> button.
0: <laughs> nice. Which is not something I
2: get in my life. There you go. No,
1: you just run off and make yourself an cocktail. Right? Yeah. So. Another
2: cocktail, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't make it sound like it, it isn't... Like, isn't... Don't make it sound like you're being tortured. Yeah, like I got to edit. or <laughs> Like I'm not editing to fix your... Absence from <laughs> boredom. <clink>, yeah. <laughs> shake shake Alright, they just told you where you can find me, so until next time.